Hello, this is Frank Favaro, president and founder of Serve Centric Coaching, and I'm super excited to be sponsoring the Undeniable Podcast. When we talk about business today, everyone's looking to create an advantage, but how do you find it? Everything is copied with technology. Innovation is hard to come by. We can find it with customer experience. The experience that you provide to your customers and to your employees determines the value you bring to the marketplace. We will create a plan for you that will get your business to the next level. You can find us at www.serve-centric.com. That's serve centric serve s-e-r-v-e hyphen centric c-e-n-t-r-i-c dot com and you can reach me personally at 330-715-5361 thank you hey it's blood time let's go Carmen Angelo, welcome to Blood Time. This Fired is up. fantastic. This is fantastic. So many things to talk about. I know, right? Yeah. Right. We had a nice little conversation prior to and a great story. But Carmen, you know, you got an amazing story. Amazing story. Uh, you know, I, you're far too kind. Well, listen, the, it's evident, you know, and uh, success leaves clues, right? Yeah. And here's the clue. You're you're doing pretty well. Self-imposed know? tragedy. Yeah. Um a cathartic uh, moment or an epiphany. Sure. Perseverance and good health and clean living. God bless. Right. Oh, I, right. Right. Yeah. 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 Faith. It, it ain't me. Yeah. Faith. You right? know. Faith. I you mean, know, because hope is a beggar. Faith is the rich man. Right. You got that right. You got to have rich. You I cannot. Yeah. I will never let my faith waver. I got you. You know. I mean, I'm not a Bible thumper. No, I you hear know? you. I'm not going to be. You know. I'm not going to say that. I got but you. without him, nothing's possible. And we've heard that over and over. Yes. You know. Just yeah. give it up. And so Carmen Angelo is the man with Big Daddy on Bloom WTAM. Daddy. Bloom Daddy. Used to be man. with Big Daddy, Marty yeah. Allen. Yeah, I love Big Daddy. Oh yeah. my God, he's the best. I mean, Marty's like, a, what, half his size now? Yeah, he's <laughs> down to probably about 250 pounds. God bless him, man. He was he, large and in charge back in the day. Yeah, he was, he was, he was uh, skirting around four. Uh, probably north of that. <laughs> oh dear God! <laughs> but you yeah. know what? Yeah, he changed his lifestyle. Yeah. He's addicted to pickleball. Uh, God and, bless him. You know he's he's fit. Yeah, he's healthy. Yeah, God bless him. Well, and so Bloom Daddy, you know Bloom Daddy's the new guy, right yes. in town. And uh, we we talked about Triv uh, prior to this, and you know, fantastic talent. Great Cleveland gem icon, and you're doing Trivmas, right? Coming yes, up, yes, Mary so ta- Trivmas. Talk talk a little bit about that with WTAM. We put together a compilation of several hours of essentially best of Triv, and Love we're going to run it starting at eight in the morning, Christmas yeah. morning, all the way through midnight. Wow! And it's going to be an encapsulated look at what was a period of greatness. Yeah, you know, a, I a mean, true icon. True icon. Yeah. Uh, he he was the goat. Yeah. I grew up listening to Pete Franklin. That's how true oh, got his yeah. start. Yeah, yeah. Gary Trif. D. Pete Franklin. Uh, Gary yeah. D. Yes. The Mister Know It All and Pete Franklin, right? Yeah. And Trib was uh, he was the common man doing uncommon things. Yeah. This was a guy that you know never graduated high school, tenth yeah. grade education, as he always stated. Right. And he began his professional career as a union tile setter. I know. And he would call Pete Franklin. 
mm-hmm. two, three times a week. And lo and behold, in the mid 80s, he ended up getting a job in radio and he parlayed that in one of the greatest careers ever locally. Absolutely. Definitely 100, 100%. And he also has that wrestling connection and, yep. and the golfing connection. His brother, Gary, was on the PGA Tour. His uh, nephew, George DiCamillo, was a three t- or two-time state champion. San, San Ignatius, sorry about that. That's okay. <laughs> That's right. With the Holy War. And, and then he also, I think, was a three-time All-American for Virginia or Virginia Tech. I can't remember. But George, has been on my on Virginia, I believe. Virginia. He's been on the podcast. Love the guy. I just saw him. He was, uh, I think, He's getting married, so it's oh, really good. God, I just saw him God at a Shrin Falls Starbucks, but um, so so Triv was your teacher, if you will. Mm-hmm. You have that uh, kind of a folksy, every man persona, thankful, grateful persona. Carmen, tell me a little bit about that cathartic moment that that dropped you to your knees, right? Oh, yeah. it did drop me to my knees, yeah. um, like a brick uh, falling off the back of a truck. I, yeah. It was June 27th, okay. 1993. Wow. I had been on a pretty good bender. Um, okay. Got liquored up at the Easter Seals WMMS golf outing. Oh, wow. It was a total mess. Yeah. That was a Friday. Next night, um, had my buddy, my buddy's wedding. Okay. And got, uh, I was more than half in the wrapper there. Sure. And I woke up, uh, you know, Sunday, uh, June 27th of 1993. Uh-huh. And my hand was busted up. Yeah. Had no recollection of what may have happened. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. End up uh, going to the hospital, and I'm oh, in the hospital, and wow. the doctor takes a look at me and says, I need a blood draw, homie. And I'm thinking, what? Yeah, what's going on? Yeah, and, what the what? Um, lo and behold, he could tell that I was a daily drinker because of the tint, essentially, of my skin. Yeah. You know, I mean, I was on the verge of jaundice, and, you know, I was not healthy. Yikes. And, yeah. they, and you're what, maybe 25? I was 24 years old. Yeah, there you go, yeah, yeah. They drew blood, yeah. Doc came back, and uh, he he said, are you a daily drinker? And I said, yes. And he yeah. asked me how much I drink a day. And yeah. I mean, I was I was tilting about a fifth of uh, wild turkey a day. Wow. You know, wow. and I don't, I am not proud of that, but. Well, listen, hey, listen, everybody's got their thing, right? Yeah. You know, one one way or another. We've got our thing, mm-hmm. you know, so that was your thing. I was yeah. working morning drive and yeah. Pete, I mean, I would uh, get up in the morning. I would go downtown. I was working for Jeff and Flash at the time on the Buzzard Morning Zoo. I was more icons. Yeah. yeah, more icons. I mean, how yeah. blessed am I? Holy cow. Truly favored yeah. and highly blessed. When I look back at the people the Lord's put in my way, yeah. um, I, Jeff, Flash, Triv, yeah. you know, the people I've gotten. The Bloom main, Daddy now. Yeah, right? Bloom Daddy, yeah. yeah. Exactly, yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. Um, having a riot working with Bloom Daddy. Sure. You know, I mean, he's next generation, next generation greatness. Yeah, he's he's uh, he's next generation current greatness. Yes, yes. We are essentially separated by about six months in age. Okay. Okay. Um, you know, he's a 1987 uh, high school graduate, 1991 um, college graduate. I mean, yeah. we align perfectly. Yeah. Although we do disagree on some things, and that's great. You need to have that. Yeah. You need yeah. to have that. You know, that little friction, mm-hmm. and then all of a sudden you drive it home. Yeah. You know what I mean? And together you come together and sometimes you have to do agree to disagree. Yeah. Well, move it forward. Uh, yeah. the two of us are, are both conservative and okay. I mean, I'm not going to lead this down a political Avenue, but, yeah. um, you know, we do disagree on some things, sure. but it's respectful. Yeah. You know, yeah. I mean, yeah. you know, he doesn't gouge me. I don't gouge him. Sure. Um, we make our points and yeah. when it's over, we're still, we're still boys. That's the beautiful thing. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's, that's my family. 
You know, we can disagree vehemently, but we love each other at the end of the day. You Absolutely. Know? And we talk it out. We, and we, we try to understand the other person's point. Yeah. You know what I mean? And we miss that a lot today in today's society. Oh, the ability to reason and be respectful is totally... If we could go back to the days where Tip O'Neill and Ronald Reagan... Right. I mean, you know, there was a period of the day where they would clash. Sure. And then at the end of the night, they'd go have a steak and, you know, maybe a, a soda. No doubt. You know? No doubt. And that was the talk shows that we grew up with, right? Yeah. Phil Donahue was, would have the, the, the top conservatives on, and they would disagree, but but they would respect each other's intellect mm-hmm. and logic and, and viewpoints. And so we're missing that today, and we were missing that that dispassionate logic, intellect, and eventual understanding, okay? And so... That said, I want, I, I want to explore that a little bit because you're in the talk show business. But I want to talk about, you hit your knees on the 27th, you're saying? Of June, yes, What was the 28th like? 28th was miserable. Okay. I had taken the rest, uh, I had taken that whole week off. Yeah. And yeah. little did I know that yeah. I probably should have uh, received some medical help sure. through detoxing. And I detoxed the for- The DTs, man. Oh, it was the horrible. The DTs are I don't, horrible. Don't wish it upon anybody. I mean, they, it's called delirious tremens. Yeah. And it's a reason for delirious tremens. Mm-hmm. It is like you are delirious. So, I was I yeah. was hot. I was cold. Sure. I had to pull the blinds in my bedroom. I couldn't take light. Oh, you man. know, I yeah. felt like at times I had the flu. Other times I was, you know, I yeah. had the chills. It was absolutely horrible. Ugh. After God. about four days, things started to equalize, yeah. you know, get back to normal. And um, somebody who will remain anonymous, mm-hmm. um, very, very well-known in Cleveland, yeah. I, I Got home from the hospital that Sunday. Yeah. I called him. I said, I need help, man. Yeah. yeah. You know, he was in the program. Yeah. So he gave me uh, a little big book. Uh, the next, uh, sure. well, he came to my house and gave it to me. And, yeah. you know, as time progressed, you know, we started working the steps and my life changed for the better. Fantastic. And so it's really one hour, one day at a time, correct? Oh, my gosh. Yeah. You know, yesterday's history, tomorrow's a mystery. I right. live for right now. Right. Right. You know, right. I mean, right. I know God put these eyes uh, in the front of my head to look forward. Sure. But I got to keep myself right here, right now. Yeah. You know, the power of now, right? That book, yep. you know, it's phenomenal. Yes. You know, and it's so true, right? And, and that said, you really bring that in your voice on WTAM. Oh, thank you. Well, you do. I mean, you think about it, you're talking about contemporary issues, current events, right? Yes. And so if you don't have the understanding of the now, Right. And living it in current events. Yeah. Current events. You can't. That's why I think one of the reasons why you're so good at what you do. And I'm not sure what Bloom Daddy has in that, but he's doggone good about it, too. And what's interesting is you bring up stuff that is so in people's brains, but they don't articulate it like the driving issue today. What the heck is going on with people driving? They're like insane. Yeah. And is it TikTok? Is it is it social media that's that's sending this shit out there that's saying, drive like an idiot? Is the drive like an idiot challenge? <laughs> um, you know, it, you know, it's we've unfortunately we have been forced to talk about this essentially one or two days a week the past. Uh, what, two months? Right, right. You know, um, obviously, we had that horrific uh, incident where the Amazon driver was oh, carjacked at gunpoint. And killed that doctor. Killed that doctor. Oh, terrible, yeah. terrible, terrible, terrible. Um, yeah. Actually, it's crazy because I was at Thornton Park in Shaker Heights for my son's hockey game that oh, night wow. against... Uh, I know exactly where that is. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. They were playing um, Walsh Jesuit. And okay. 
my ex-wife texted me, and this was about 9.30. This yeah. was about an hour and a half after the crash. Wow. And she said, don't go 90. Take Warrensville down to 480. Yeah. You know, because... Parking lot. Yeah. It yeah. was a parking lot, but yeah. the crash was on the other side of the highway, but oh. still both sides were... Rubbernecking and stuff. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. That's terrible. It's terrible. So, yeah, so... You talk about this stuff, okay, that's top of mind, but not really articulated in just everyday conversation. Probably pockets talk about it, but you guys really talk about it, and you bring it to the forefront. And what's that like? Like, what do you guys talk about prior to going on the air? You know, take, talk us, you know, take us through that a little bit. Well, we have uh, a morning conference call, okay. well, or a morning call, rather, yeah. um, at 9 o'clock. Okay. And I talked to him a little bit earlier today. Yeah. Uh, and, um, you know, today I think, uh, who do we have? We have Zach Reed coming on, former Cleveland City Council. Sure, yeah. And he's, he's got, got some charity, doesn't yeah, he? Yeah, uh, Toys for Tots sure. uh, in conjunction with the Marines. He's having a big benefit uh, tomorrow night at Dive Bar. Awesome. Um, okay. So uh, we're having Zach on, uh, I think, at 3.50. Yeah. And then we have Politics Left, Right, Center, which is a tremendous segment. Yes. It's typically uh, Republican Pastor James Davis. Yes. He's got a church in Akron. And yep. Mike Polensic, Collinwood uh, Councilman. Um, yeah. Mike's got a party, Christmas party, for his ward that he's got to attend. So we're having um, Mary Springowski, uh, Lorraine City Councilwoman, on okay. in his stead. So. Okay. And she's brilliant as well. Yeah. Well, um, that's that's what you're trying to do is bring back the old school understanding of competing, you know, ideas, ideologies, and yet coming together for a, a decision of the good, for mm -hmm. the better good. Yeah. Right. You know, let's let's forget about all that. That's one of the things. Corruption is everywhere. Let's let's get that corruption out and, and funnel it for the, the greater good. I just watched uh, John Oliver. OK, I'm not a big fan of John Oliver, but he brought up about what's going on with railroads. On how many crash? There's three crashes a day, de derailments a day. Okay, I mean, that I did not know. It's un unbelievable, and, and you know, so when you have that kind of a thing going on, what in God's green earth is going on? Mm -hmm. Let's uh, take a break right now. We're going to pay homage to the people that keep us on the air. I got that. Uh, uh, you know what I'm saying? And we'll be right back with Carmen Angelo for a blood time. This is Coach Cimarroni. Infinite Search Solutions. Recruitment and placement search services at its finest. Northeast Ohio's premier, easy, fast, and simple way to find the great and perfect candidate that you deserve. Matt Burns and his incredible team at Infinite Search Solutions are terrific. We are proud to have them as a sponsor. Reach out to Matt at 440-249-0485 or at their website, www in-f-i-n-i-t-e.com. And we're back. This is Coach Cimarroni, Blood Time, and I got Carmen Angelo in studio. It's fantastic. And Carm, you know, the second segment, we typically would like to talk a little bit about some of the inspiration that you've had in your life and transformative moments, but you really identified that pretty much in the first uh, stanza, if you will. What are you doing with that? Um, I know that you're on the air, but there's other things that you do. I mean, I know you're involved with your son's hockey, a lot of the charity work, some of the things that are close to your heart, that you're bringing that transform, transformative you know, moment into the, into the world and, and really expounding on it and, and, and exploding, if you will. 
you know, essentially, and I do this under the radar and, you know, I don't really broadcast it, but I yeah. try to give back to young men who are struggling with drugs and alcohol between sure. the ages of, say, 15 and 34. Okay. You know, um, okay. the guys who walked in my shoes that I can fully appreciate yeah. what they're going through. Um, you know, and I, I, again, I, I don't even like, you know, mentioning that. I but, get it. I get you know, it. There's an old saying, you got to give it away to give it back. So I guess, you know, right. for somewhat selfish reasons, I'm giving it away to keep myself sober as well. And sure. seeing a smile on somebody's face who's, you know, been beaten by, beaten down by the demons of drugs and alcohol. Yeah. You see them smiling, you see them gaining weight, you see them becoming more healthy. Right. Um, it, it's just, it's so gratifying. You it know? is. Because there's, you know, there's the right way to live. You know, and we just got to make that decision. But, you know, I do want to say, you know, first and foremost, this guy. Sure. Okay. And then the people that he's put in my inner circle. Gotcha. Um, the people I had at St. Ed's that when I was at St. Ed's, yeah. you know, I thumbed my nose at him. I was a complete dickhead. Sure. Can I say that? Well, yeah, you can say, okay, yeah. You can say fuck if you want. <laughs> okay. This is blood time, baby. We're, yeah. in a, we're in a locker room wrestling. We're locker. in the octagon. Yeah, exactly right. Um, and, and, you know, look, at the end of the day, I think the worst people on the planet are seventh and eighth graders. <laughs> think about it, right? How big of an asshole we were in eighth yeah. grade. And we don't sometimes, you know, we carry that out in high school, mm -hmm. you know? And so give yourself some grace there. Well, right. Give yourself some grace. You there. know, the Lord put uh, guys like Greg Urbis in my oh, class. St. Greg. St. Greg. Um, guys like Tim Hyland. Guys oh, yeah. like Dan Barnhart. Guys like Dan Flaherty. Sure. There are so many people that he put in my path. Mm -hmm. I was so blessed and didn't even know. I know. You know, and all those guys saw something in me, Pete, that I didn't see in myself. Sure. Which sure. ultimately planted the seed to ultimately do the right thing, to ultimately become a responsible human being, a responsible husband, and yeah. a responsible father. Yeah. It's because of those guys and that guy sure. that I'm where I am today. If I did not have them in my life or the Lord in my life, you know, I'd be a miserable failure in every aspect of my life. Yeah, you know, and it's that self-reflection, right? And then that self-love. So you look yourself in the mirror and say, you know, I'm, I'm fucking up. Okay, I'm, I'm messing up. But I got to love myself. Because if you believe, as your faith has been obviously identified here, if he loves you, then you better pay homage and love yourself. Oh, absolutely. You know, because that's then giving back to the big guy, right? Mm -hmm. You know, and so in, in that circle of life, if you will, you're then able to give true love to others. Yes, indeed. It's genuine. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so when somebody, when you touch somebody's life that is struggling, they can feel that love that you have for yourself and ultimately for them. Mm -hmm. Because what that occurs is then that love to them comes back to you. Yeah. And then you can give it back. And that's why I say, yeah. you know, it's kind of a two-way street. Yeah. You know, you got to give it away to get it back. Sure. And you just encapsulize that perfectly. Oh, thanks. Thanks. Well, givers get. Yeah. You know, but not in a selfish way, you know, because then you can give it back. You know, and so I always analogize, you know, that the student becomes the teacher. So I've been taught so much by some of the rest, particularly the wrestlers that I have. And they came back and showed me moves that were better or show me positions that were better, or techniques that were better, or ways to coach that were better, sometimes on the fly. And then I can then teach the next generation a better way. Mm -hmm. You know, it's so cool, right? That, that, that whole circle, if you will. And I think that's what you are now literally immersed in by helping these individuals, what they can do with that. 
mm-hmm. you know, with that love, with that, with those techniques, because it is a technique too, right? I mean, you have to have techniques that say, I have to do this. Well, you know, put, put these, yeah, 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 a plan, right? Yeah. But it's also like a plan is also here's step one, here's step two, here's step three, here's step four. Right? You know what? Actually, it's fairly simple. Okay. I've got one rule. Okay. Today, one gotcha. simple rule, don't drink. I love Guess it. what? If I follow that rule mm-hmm. the rest of the day, yeah. I put my head down knowing that I had another sober day behind me. Yep. Beautiful. It's that simple. You're that, you're that, you're that on point, mm-hmm. right? You're ready to go. So, you know, when you've touched some of these people and you've touched some of the people in your lives and some of the people that you've come maybe interviewed or whatever, is there anything that really has stuck out in, in your life that, that you have seen that's just been transformative for you coming back, that, that student teacher thing, you know? So like somebody, you know, one of these guys that went out and then came back to you and said, hey, this is what I did because of you, Carl, or because of the, the ideas I've, I've learned. That's a great question. Um, it wasn't really somebody that I was working with directly. Okay. But uh, in 2013, the Cleveland Plain Dealer did a four-part series on sobriety in wow. September for Recovery Awareness Month. And I was one of the four features they had um, on uh, you know a certain Sunday. Sure. And I basically gave my testimony. My story yeah. was out there for all to read. And there was a guy that came up to me about three years later, yeah. probably, yeah, 2016. And he said, I just want to tell you that you saved my life. And wow. I, I'm like, what? Wow. He goes... Um, I was in bad shape. I was in the stages of liver failure, and I just wanted to, to die. Mm. But I read your article, and you know, for two years, I did not get on the you know, organ transplant waiting list. And wow, lo and behold, <laughs> my story inspired him to get on the list. He got a new liver, and I believe he's still alive today. Wow! And he told me that, and Pete. You know, I don't, I'm not saying I'm a tough guy or a hard ass, Yeah. but yeah, you know, yeah. I'm Italian, I'm emotional. I'll, sure. you know, I'll fight the baddest guy on the planet, but I'll cry at the grand opening of a Burger King. <laughs> this guy, sure, yeah. this yeah. guy relayed that story to me and I just burst out in tears. Of course. Yeah. I'm like, you yeah. know, I'm about to cry right now. I, I get it, babe. I get it. Listen. And you know, I've interviewed guys that said wrestling saved my life. Mm-hmm. You know, wrestling saved my life. And one of our, one of your good friends, a guy who's an inspiration to me, yeah. Mark Sullivan. Oh. Yeah. yeah. I right. read I read his story on a Sunday morning, probably in nineteen ninety-eight or ninety-nine. Yep. I'm sitting at my dining room table with my cup of coffee on a Sunday morning. I'm in tears reading about Sully because that was me, bro. Yeah. Yeah. Sully oh my God. Sully is a light. He is an absolute wonderful human being. You know, it's, oh, it's getting emotional, dude. All right, Brad, take a breath. And I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna share a story with you. All right. So in two thousand seven I'm with my family. We're doing the grand opening of Sushi Rock yes. in Beachwood. Yes. Okay. And uh, it was my, my, my ad agency. And I'm sitting at the bar, kind of holding court with the owner. And um, he, uh, he goes away. And then there's this guy, this rock of a guy, walks in. And, and he's a phenomenal looking dude, you know. Walks up to me. He goes, Coach. And I hadn't seen this kid literally since he was a junior in high school. Well, this is this is an army ranger captain, you know. And he comes up to me, it's Jason, you know, and I'm like, oh my god, dude, mm-hmm. you know. So we sit down and we hug it out, you know, and everything. And it's so great to see you and everything. And then he goes and talks to my sister, and my mother, and my wife at the time, and he's with her for about about half an hour. 
And uh, so then he comes over, gives me a hug, gives me his new business card. You know, he's back in town. It's so good to see him and reconnect. And he, he goes away. And I had, a, a, I had one cocktail. And I'm like, the, I, you hit me in the ass with a bar, wet bar towel, mm-hmm. and I get drunk. I mean, that's, I'm a light, lightweight. You know? Well, what'd so you one, wrestle, 98? Yeah, hey, uh, no, it was 132. I'm 131 this morning. Anyhow, so that said, I go over and I ask them, what, well, you were talking to Jason for, you know, for like half an hour. What the heck are you guys talking about? He goes, well, he was relaying how the lessons that he learned in the wrestling room saved his life in Fallujah. Wow. Yeah. And then I broke down. And sure. Got, you know, and so I understand that visceral reaction to what can be in this great world. Absolutely. You know, from our own pain or from our own love or from our own commitment comes great things because he saved another guy's life in reality, okay, pulled him out of a firefight. And at his wedding, six years later, which I was lucky enough to be in, he was the best man and he, and he relayed that story. And you talk about not a dry eye in the place. So who the fuck knows yeah. who we touch. That's right? right. And so God bless you for doing that, babe. God bless you, you know. You know what? I uh, There were so many great people, like I said, yeah. you know, uh, in my path. My inner circle to this day is great. We meet at Joe's Deli every Saturday morning in Rocky River. That's a great thing to do. Yeah. That's a great thing to do. Yep. You know, I've yep. been part of that crew now for, you know, going on 31 years. So. All right. Uh, you know, I wanted to harken back to high school days. Mm-hmm. You know, so you say you were a flaming asshole. I, I probably was too, you know. But at the end of the day, you went to school at St. Ed's. Yes. And which a great wrestling program. Yes. Okay. Um, and you were there, I think, maybe your senior year was Alan Freed's freshman year. I'm not sure. Uh, my junior year. Okay. Yes. Okay. So so yes. you saw the greatness huh. of not only him, but the team. Yes. Right? And you went through the tra- sad transition. I think you may have gone through the sand transition. Uh, I was of, gone, but. Was, oh, okay. So Howard was still alive. Yeah. Ferguson was still alive. But tell me what it was like to watch that team as another, you know, you were a jock in other sports. So to watch that excellence you know, as a, as a fan, if you will, or, but, or as a brother to some of those guys, right? Yeah. Cause you p- palled around with them. Well, those were, those were all my boys. I, yeah. I hung out with a few football players, but I hung out with a lot of the wrestlers and pretty much the entire hockey team. Okay. Yeah. You yeah, know, yeah, um, yeah, sure. it's, you know, I mean the wrestlers and the hockey team, they got that certain edge. Yeah. And rugby players too, you know, yeah. they, we eat, we eat our dead. Yeah. <laughs> so, but, yeah. Um, you know, it was, we would we would lift uh, in the off season, and the boys would be up in the room, and they'd be wrestling, and they would get pretty much a ninety second break yeah. to make the way down in the basement and get a drink of water yeah. uh, in the freshman locker room, and the weight room wasn't too far off the freshman locker room, and we would see these guys, and. Ferg had them all dressed in like charcoal gray t-shirts sure. and they had black shorts. Sure. That's how they drilled. Yep. They, they all wore the same thing. Yeah. They would come down. Here we are. We're throwing around weight, which is really no big deal. Right. These guys are up there. Yeah. It's 102 degrees in the room. Yeah. Yeah. They're sweating right through their clothing. Sure. And I remember Davey Skelton. And, oh, uh, he's a stud. Yeah, yeah. State champ. Yep. I remember Davey coming down, yeah. and I don't know if he was cutting weight, but he just looked miserable. <laughs> and I walked back into the weight room, you know, a couple of buddies of mine, we were, you know, I was like, boys, you think we got a bed doing this? Yeah. We're on a picnic. Exactly. You exactly. Yeah. These guys are the best conditioned high school athletes in the world. No doubt. In the no world. Doubt. I mean, no doubt. you know, I was so blessed that when I was a kid, mm-hmm. 
I, you know, I started hanging out at St. Ed's when my brother or my cousin graduated in 72. So, oh, gosh, I mean, yeah. I yeah. go back to Stone Age. Yeah. <laughs> I go all the way back. And, sure. you know, when, when uh, Ferg got there, it would not be abnormal to see Dan Gable walk in the yeah. room. Yeah. Lee Kemp. Sure. Um, Gene Mills. Gene Mills. Heck, yeah. you know, I mean, he lived with Ferg when the world championships, I think, were in uh, Toledo in 79. Well, he showed the, he showed the, the, the spiral ride and a pin. I mean, it, yeah. people could, could, couldn't stop it. Yeah. They became unstoppable with that in late 70s, early 80s. Yeah. I just, crazy. I yeah. just remember Gene Mills being like an elf. Yeah. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, I mean, right, you had right. Gene Mills. Brian Millick, I think, was living at Ferg's house at the sure, time, too, yeah. one of our coaches. Brian was great. Well, he ended up being the head coach, I think, at Normandy or Padua. Padua, Padua yeah, 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 absolutely, yeah. Absolutely. But, I mean, how blessed was I? I mean, oh, yeah. Dan Gable, Lee Kemp, Gene Mills. Sure. Um, gosh, who else? There, there were just so many people that Wade walked. Wade Chalice. Yeah. Yeah, Wade, yeah. <laughs> you yeah, know? Yeah, it's crazy. It's so crazy. many people walked in that room, yeah. and yeah. You know, I'm like, wait a second. Coach Gable, the greatest you of know. all time, yeah, yeah, exactly. the, the greatest yeah. of all. Now, some people may say Kale. Well, yeah, that's a, that's a good argument. That's a good argument. Yeah. yeah. So Kale's, uh, I, I think, about uh, maybe ten st- uh, national championships away from that. But yeah, <laughs> who knows? You know what? Who's just count? Who's counting numbers, right? And you know what? Uh, did you follow the Iron Man over the weekend? I did to some degree. Yeah, okay. to some degree. Yeah. My goodness, what a tournament! I know. I know. Well, Bo Bassett was there. Yeah. Uh, Bo, is it Bo Bassett? Yeah, Bo Bassett was there, I think. Yeah, yeah. Go ahead. Does he go to uh, Wyoming Seminary? I think so, yeah. yeah. You know, Marcus Blaze from Perrysburg. Yep. He took second. It's crazy. Which, you know, he beat the number one ranked college wrestler not too long ago. I know. You it's know? amazing what's happening. It's yes. amazing what's happening. Some of these young guys that are they're taking out national champs, taking out All-Americans, and, and the upsets are all over the place. It's you, you know what? Dean, Dean Heil um, goes to Oklahoma State, wins it his sophomore and junior year. Yeah. And then I think when we had the NCAAs downtown, yep. he was an eight seed. Yep. I think he lost to a kid from NC State and a kid from Lehigh going yep. into the tournament. Yep. You go from uh, back-to-back national championships to an eighth seed. Yep. That tells people how hard that game is. It's it, an insane. And you know what? It's all on you when you're in that circle. Yep. You know? Um, it's the honest sport, my friend. There's nowhere to hide. There's no, no hey, there's the, the right guard didn't they yeah. have his block or that forward, powered forward didn't do this or that defenseman in hockey didn't do that. You know, nope. Well, you, baby. And, G- and you're in a singlet. Yes. <laughs> and Coach Gable says it best, though. Yeah. Um, wrestling is the only sport that teaches you to get off your back. Yeah. You know, and you yeah. could apply that later in life, whether in the corporate world and you know, you're getting your pee-pee slap, things ain't going the way you want. I know, I know. You know, it's yeah. like, get off your back. Let's get it done. Find a way. Find Let's a way. go. Yep, absolutely. Let's go. And he also said, after wrestling, everything else is easy. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Everything else is easy. You know About I mean? 10 years ago, Forbes yeah. did a piece yeah. on um, success of amateur athletes when they yeah. entered the corporate arena. Yeah. The most successful people at certain, you know, Fortune 500 sure. companies. sure wrestlers absolutely 100 percent. well you know, there's a lot of a lot of guys that wrestled that were um in politics too and yeah you wanted well, them yeah. congressman jordan exactly friend of the show wow i right? saw i saw all four of his state championships and his brothers at st john arena absolutely yeah. absolutely and i had ben jordan on my staff okay his oldest son okay absolutely yeah chicken falls for a year he was great great kid but uh so that said you know i want i want to kind of put a bow on this Carm, you're an amazing person. I'm so glad to call you a friend. Oh, likewise. Absolutely, man. It's great. And, you know, we like to, you know, we came out of this crazy virus bullshit, you know, and, and, and I just like to leave the, 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 the audience with a little word of encouragement, maybe inspiration or something from your heart. 
You, well, I know personally, yeah. um, my best day drunk was a thousand times worse than you know my worst day loaded. I love it. You know, yeah, um, yeah. you know, I I still have you know physical scars on my hand to take me back to that day where yep. you know I hit my knees. Yep. But just love life, love people around you. You yeah. know, I mean, uh, be strong in your faith. Yeah. Um, just do the right thing and do the right thing when you think no one's looking because someone's always got the tablet out and is keeping score. Right. Just do the right thing. Have fun. Love people. Don't be a dick. Yeah. You know, yeah. if people are dicks, say a prayer for them. Yeah. Yeah. Give them some grace, right? Yeah. Give them some, give them some. Yeah. I, I have the mother test, you know. Um, if your mother doesn't approve, don't do it. That's right. You know, unless your mother's an idiot, <laughs> but most mothers aren't, you know. And also to that self-parenting, you know, do the right thing when no one's looking, you know, and, and have that, that, that mind of your parent in your mind, you know what I mean? The self-coaching type of thing. And I think that's the greatest compliment we can give our parents or our coaches is to do the right thing because they taught us to. And always stay humble, you know? Yeah. I mean, don't have an ego. Yeah. You know, ego stands for easing God out. Yep. Don't think you're better than anybody. And there was something that you said before we came on the air. Yeah. Self-praise stinks. Yeah, that was my grandmother. That's a hell of a phrase. Self-praise stinks. And, you know, I, 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 I loved her to death. And, um, and the other thing that I think, and we'll tie a bow on this, is that I think arrogance walks in fear. Confidence walks in love. You got that right, brother. Right? Let's be confident, okay? And let's send, send the love, because I know Carmen Angelo does. I try to. God bless you, bro. You too. This is Coach Cimarroni for Blood Time. We are all blood. Love to all. Thanks, Carmen Angelo. Yes, sir. We want to thank my good friend, Kevin Goodman, the managing partner at Blue Bridge Networks, as our newest partner and sponsor. Please reach out to them for all of your managed IT services needs, cloud computing needs, data center services requirements, and all infrastructure solutions services. Kevin Goodman and Blue Bridge Networks. Seek them out at 1-866-990-2583. That's 1-866-990-2583. And at info at bbnllc.com.